Hey there, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process. I'm Sarah, self-proclaimed Bachelor super fan and person who actually believes it's possible to find love on the show. Join me each week as I recap episodes with my friends who love talking about The Bachelor as much as I do. So go grab some rosé and join me along for the journey. Welcome back to another week of Trust the Bachelor Process. Um, You might not recognize me. This is Sarah. I lost my voice this weekend because I went to a beautiful wedding with, it was a big, big old reunion with all my college friends and it was great, but I haven't talked that much to that many people in about 18 months. So (laughs) I lost my voice. Apparently it's coming back a little today, but I think actually, I think now we're probably at that perfect point where it's kind of like that sexy raspy that probably sounds really good on a podcast. So you guys are welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You can probably hear I am joined by another guest this week. Um, She is another friend of the pod has been on in the past. I forget which season, but she probably remembers, but everyone welcome Caitlin Bass, AKA K Bass. Hello. I was on last, was it whatever was last February. I was in California, like end of February, 2020, like right before you and Adam would have moved, like right before the world shut down. Was that Hannah? No, no, no. Pete no. had to have been Peter's season. I think it was Peter's. It was the episode where there was the country music. I think Victoria with the country music star that was performing that she like used to date him. Okay. Oh and that concert that they had. That's the episode that we were. Yeah, that's about. Peter's season. <laughs> oh man, that season was crazy. <laughs> I like forget like so much has happened they've really gotten a lot out during this last year really incredible (laughs) I know oh my god wow that feels like a whole lifetime ago I guess (laughs) last time I saw you in person Mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) (laughs) too long too long too long too long um how do you feel about Katie Thurston I really like her. I was like kind of skeptical at the choice. Um, But I think she like handles everything really well. I think she comes off like super genuine. Um, I mean, I know we'll probably go into it, uh, but um, Mike, uh, her response to Mike's um, Mike's, uh, performance at the group date, I thought that that was like, pitch perfect um I truly have minimal complaints other than she needs a better stylist I think okay but (laughs) but that I don't want to be petty but like I just feel like you look at like Tasha's outfits and then like Katie's outfits I'm like the disparity for someone who's the lead but I know (laughs) I'm glad you bring it up I because I feel like they're trying to make her like a tomboy or something 
I don't know what it is. Like the denim outfits. Caitlin Bristow's was like funky, but I feel like she's just like a funky person. Like that's her vibe. Yeah. Like Tasha looked like like a glamorous cowgirl. I mean, she's just like a glamorous person. But, and then they put Katie in like the boxy, like very outdated. I know. And I don't know. And then the the like tall leather um, heeled boots she wore. It all just it feels like if you go back to like our our college years, so like around 2010, like that's where I feel like they're pulling from for her, and it just doesn't make sense. I agree. Even like the promos where she's wearing like that purple pencil skirt, and they just gave her like a white t shirt that she like knotted, mm-hmm. like. Like what is I? Yeah, I agree. I am not into her outfits, and Tasha stands out <laughs> like so. Like you'd think Tasha was the bachelorette again. Like she is just like well. First of all, she's much taller than the rest of them, but she's just so glamorous, and her outfits are so incredible. And I almost am like I don't even know if Caitlyn and Tasha are getting styled. Like they that might just like be their clothes. But yes. I feel like Katie's stylist is really failing her. I did like the green kind the of one sleeve. Press one sleeve. Mm, yeah. I don't know if it was like the green, but I just kind of liked the like the straight hair and the cut off shoulder. But yeah, I'm not into her clothes. And like I her hair, she's and I used to do this a lot. Um and I was never like a bachelorette or even close to <laughs> a bachelorette. Like they like, she like, it's like a low pony or a low bun that has like the long bang hanging yes, outside yes. and it's all curled. And I'm like, oh, that's, I used to do that a lot, but like in my early years in LA. So this was like 2015. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. And then it made me think like, I mean, I think the, pivot with Tasha and Caitlin is really good this season but I was like well I guess one of the benefits of Chris Harrison was that he was just kind of like a wallflower aesthetically like yeah you're not you just he's just there he's in a suit it's like hard for a guy to really like detract much to t- attention one way or another so that's a really good point hmm. but I mean <laughs> I think Katie's personality I would ra- much rather have a bachelorette that has like a great strong personality like I think she carries herself that way she seems like it feels to me like she believes she deserves to be there oh 100 percent. yeah and I feel like we get a lot of bachelorettes that are like well frankly like very like much younger and like Mm -hmm. a lot more like nervous and are still in this like how old is she she's 31 I think when she filmed this oh okay okay that's good yeah yeah and like you can tell like she feels mature Mm -hmm. she doesn't it's kind of interesting because we saw this episode we'll get into the details in a second but like she's talking a lot about like her past and it's almost like not that she's grieving but it's almost like she's like facing this stuff for a second time Mm -hmm. but it's so interesting to see like a seasoned bachelorette or I don't know if that's even the way just like an adult woman like talking about these really hard things in her life compared to like when you have Hannah Brown or whoever, who's like 23, 24, like talking about, 
either being in a thick of like living life and experiencing life and like figuring out who you are or like I don't mean to like put down anyone's problems or anything like that but just like oh it sometimes might feel like a little more superficial Mm -hmm. I don't know it was just like it's been interesting to watch her I also like her they're lost I feel like (laughs) anyone I've asked that doesn't like her they're like I don't know it's just something about her and I'm like it's what everyone says about girls (laughs) yeah point to something concrete I think if you like look for something concrete like nothing that you dislike about the season is her fault like I think yeah she's exceeding in her capacity well, let's talk about her date. So we'll just go in order of her dates here. So mm-hmm. we have the first group date, um, which was this like, per- you brought up the performances where the guys had to like come up and talk about why they are a great lover. <laughs> <laughs> I thought some of them did a terrible job. Like some people went up and they were just like, oh, Katie. Like, <laughs> so I will say the um, oh my goodness, I should Connor is he the singer? <laughs> okay, so Jed has made me skeptical of like anyone from Nashville with like a musical talent that goes on this show. Like, mm-hmm. Connor could be genuine, he seems like sweet. The cat bit was good, like, I like all these boxes, yeah, but like, I don't know, I mean. Can I fault him for like having endeavors or like being professionally gifted with music abilities? Probably not, but Jed has just like ruined that for me. But I thought the song was cute. Um, I liked the song too. I literally didn't even think about that. I, I just thought like, oh my God, he's a math teacher that like likes to play the ukulele. <laughs> well, that's, but, I mean, yeah. Maybe right. Cause it's like, at least good. Yeah. It and sounded like it could be in a musical. And didn't his hometown package have like a bit about him performing? He was like, like naked on the side. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. He could be great. I mean, he seems good, but that just like is always in the back of my mind. And I no, think Jed. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I didn't even think about it. He could be like, I don't know. It could be like a plot. <laughs> I'm still learning all of their names. So like, I know there's like a guy that like ripped off his pants. I think it was Trey that did the puppets. There was like yeah. Dick Fox guy. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So I wrote down notes about um, Connor and the singing. Carl in that speech. So I, I caught a snippet. I didn't listen to all of Nick Vial's podcast, but I actually caught a snippet of Heather McDonald on Nick Vial's podcast. And she's like, no, it was way worse than it looked on TV. Like it, you know, she's like, I thought it was 13 minutes long. The producers told me he was talking for 18 and a half minutes. They all sat there for 18 and a half minutes. And this is the man who is supposed to be a professional motivational speaker. And like, (laughs) just seems like he didn't prepare. No, she said he was like trying to be a comedian, like she was trying to give him advice about you know like keep it to like you know three punchlines or whatever and he just like <laughs> did not heed any advice just rambled yeah. on forever I obviously can't stand Carl 
I, I think he's being made out to be like the villain and rightfully so. Even if not like the villain, just like the poster, just the one we're not yeah. supposed to like. Yeah. We can just talk about him since we didn't even really get a rose ceremony in this episode. Like I so he he tells Katie like lots of grasping at straws. Yeah. I it's very like to me, he feels like somebody who went into this wanting to be the villain. Yeah. And like trying to stir the pot. Mm-hmm. 100%. To, to, to say that, you know, there's people you know that are there for the wrong reasons and then to not be able to substantiate it and be like, well, I just know. I've yeah. never like chance or whatever. It's like, okay. Also, now you got everyone riled up. <laughs> it's so interesting that we're like, that they're like using all these old tropes which I feel like they haven't done like they haven't done the wrong versus the right reasons in a couple of seasons and a lot of like trust the journey and like all of that going vintage on us I know I'm like oh wow we haven't like said a lot of this stuff in a while yeah I feel like the last couple of seasons they've been getting away from like the wrong reasons and just like here for me or whatever or like here for an engagement but Mm -hmm. um yeah so I thought that was interesting yeah I just find Carl like incredibly irritating I don't know if like I think that that's the goal I don't know that there's anyone that's like I like him or I understand him or whatever but she seems to be annoyed by him yeah I see no upside to Carl (laughs) I see no upside okay so I really liked Mike too I liked his performance and I love like there just seems to be like such a real respect between the two of them and it was like this beautiful moment and Katie like in her ITM was like the fact that he acknowledged that like he sees me and he knows who I am as a person and so he's just showing me his side of him as a person like it really was it was like very nice to see people with like different values it felt it the juxtaposition between like someone like Mike who's religious clearly and you know has this uh devout feeling of wanting to wait for marriage which is respectable and then I think about someone like um Luke from Hannah's oh my god and like he played up this whole thing about being religious but it really didn't carry out in like how he treated people, how he treated Hannah. Right. Um, so it's just very interesting to me. Like, I think Mike, he, you know, I love the line about, I would wait another 31 years for you acknowledging like different traits of her personality. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for him. I feel like the producers probably knew this about him and put him in this date and then he seemed like he was welling up in the eyes yeah talking about it I felt bad about that but right he executed really well I do too he's definitely not gonna win because I think sex is too important to Katie Mm -hmm. but I think that they're like super respectful he'll probably like he'll probably like go to paradise or something like that just like continue to exploit his virginity like they did (laughs) but yeah you're right like he's he is like a he is a virgin that we have not really seen on this show before like typically I feel like the virgin or in recent seasons rather Mm -hmm. 
in the past five to eight years. Like the virgin has kind of been this like judgmental character. Like I almost feel like, I don't think this about Maddie, but I feel like they did that to Maddie in Mm -hmm. season. Like they, like they, like they want, typically I feel like these people are just like positioned to be like judgmental of the lifestyle. And Mm -hmm. we're like not seeing that at all here. And it's actually like very nice. Maybe that means the show is growing. Let's hope, let's hope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Well, yeah, so I, so this cocktail party. So she's obviously like super into Connor. Like that's all good, but- Okay, I don't get this Thomas thing. So like, they just like talk for what seems like the first time ever. And she's like, you know, you just like have an unspoken connection. I have that with you. And then they like make out and then he gets the rose. And I was like, <laughs> seems like out of field. I don't know if I'm like becoming a prude or she just has like really heavy makeouts, but like I am so uncomfortable watching every single makeout and like Thomas's especially. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> is that the guy? <laughs> is he the guy that was like, I'm good with my fingers? And then he's like, there's somebody on this season in one of their like performances was like, I'm good with my fingers. And then, like, there's this image of him, like, going all around social media of him, like, having, like, skeleton hands, like, grabbing <laughs> for skull while they make it. <laughs> I did not see that. I would love to see that. <laughs> and it's, like, he's just, like, got his hands and his fingers are just, like, sticking straight out. And he just, like, takes her head <laughs> I think it's Thomas. <laughs> it might be. My goodness. Yeah. But- I mean, yeah. Overall, I thought that this was like a fine date. I did not like her outfit. She was sitting there with her. <laughs> not to, I guess, like not to criticize her too much. She was sitting. I feel like she was sitting there like a dude. Like she like had her legs spread and she was like hunched over and her like elbows were on her knees. <laughs> I was like, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> you're the bachelorette (laughs) yeah oh oh wait oh no that was I think it was another date I was just gonna say um just in general I remember last week I was listening to your episode last week and you were saying you liked the whole resort thing you didn't mind like that they film at the resort yeah but I don't know if when I see they're like going into like the curtained room it's like clear like a ballroom or something that they've it's like a hotel roped, yeah. that they've roped off at a hotel I'm like oh goodness <laughs> I know I know it is kind of funny to have to watch them like figure out like romantic dates well this kind of this is good we can talk about Greg's date now who even Katie was like I can't wait to see him in the hand quotes wilderness because <laughs> it's just like the grounds of the resort <laughs> I will say like they made some quote about like how gorgeous this is and whatever shot the show chose to pan the mountains were not in the background like once they once they showed the snow-capped mountains I was like okay this is pretty but at that point it was just like a pond with grass I was like this is very disappointing yeah this this is not like 
anywhere aspirational. <laughs> no offense, like I'm sure New Mexico is great, but like that one specific frame no they chose. No, we love you, New Mexico <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah, no, New Mexico. When you got the mountains in the background, it looked great. But whatever shot they chose to use with the, you know, it's gorgeous yeah. here. I was like, it looked know. like a swamp. <laughs> yeah, there were better choices to be made for sure. <laughs> So this date was kind of crazy, not crazy. I, that's not the right word, but I, I was just like, oh. it was a whirlwind. It was a whirlwind. So she, I feel like I could tell something was off with her in the beginning. And mm-hmm. then she like opens up to him and she's like, this is what I used to do with my dad. It's just like really reminding me of him. And I'm sure that he's like, cause you know, she keeps saying, she's like, oh my God, it was like back in 2012. Like it was so long ago, but like I'm sure the fact that she's like finding her husband right now, she's probably thinking about her dad constantly and mm-hmm. like the type of man he was, the type of man she, he would like want her to be with, you know? So like, I'm not surprised that all of this stuff is coming up. Um, but like, she really confides in him and she gets really vulnerable. And I was like, okay. He, and, and I almost felt like he was a little, like there was something going on with him. And I was like, wow, maybe this like was too much too fast for him. And mm-hmm. then he goes to dinner and reveals that he lost his dad very, very recently. I, I know. It was like the last couple of years. I, that was so heavy and so emotional. Yeah. I, I, I will. Yeah. And I thought the most beautiful part of that date was when he revealed that. And they both just kind of like hugged each other and embraced like at the dinner table. They made out later, but I just liked that. Of course. I just liked that in that moment, it didn't feel like anyone was uh, like capitalizing on like the vulnerability or the emotions. It was just like, you know, we have this shared experience, a shared loss, you know, other people probably can't relate. I, yeah, I thought that that was very beautiful when they, hugged each other at the dinner I did too I really like got emotional during that um but it you know in a good way and yeah there's definitely something about some like your partner experiencing that same type of trauma that you did it's like obviously brings you too closer I really really like Greg I really hope that he's not being like geared up to be like there for the quote unquote wrong reasons. Like mm-hmm. I, I really, really hope that that's not what's going on here because I like really, really like him, but I feel like there's something big that's going to happen because I did, I, I didn't read spoilers or anything. Like, I don't know who makes it far, but mm-hmm. I, I do know that while like this or right before the season aired while they were promoting it, there were a lot of like articles that were just like meet Greg, one of the major players on Katie Thurston's season. And I'm like, I wonder why, like hmm. why Greg? Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. So like you, are you, are you um, hypothesizing that maybe he has like a PR team or someone like that, like putting yeah. things out? Oh, I don't actually, I don't even know. I just like, I guess I just don't know what information like the press is being. Um, I see. I don't know. So, but then the other thing is like, I feel like a lot of this was happening with Zach and Tasha's season too. 
like right before it aired, there was a lot of like everything you need to know about Zach. And I'm like, okay, well maybe that's foreshadowing that it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I saw a few TikToks this morning about, um, like, the, do you know the social media page Des Moines where they, people will, um, it's like a pretty big Instagram page and people will submit um, like anonymous leads they have about like oh, okay. all various random celebrity things. And like, one of the things was about, you know, accusing Greg of like having a girlfriend and then, you know, interviewing for the show. Uh, uh, getting rid of said girlfriend then I saw like another TikTok about something similar and part of me was like shit like I really liked him like I don't want this to be true maybe it is true the other part of me is like I don't know whenever you're you know the lead person on that season I feel like it's seldom great things that people have to say the other thing I think about is just the sample size of people that know you there could be people that know me and would say glowing things. There could be people that know me and would say like, you know, she's a total bitch. Da, 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 da. I don't know. So I feel like it's too early in the game. Yeah. I'm not going to like side one way or the other on Greg. I like what I see so far. I like until what he, I see. Yeah. Until he gives me like a concrete reason to go against him. I very much like him. I liked what Nick Vial said about him. He said he's the hottest of the attainable hot. Like, I feel like that's a really great way to describe him. Like, you know, he could have been friends with you or I are in college. Like, he just feels. <laughs> Maybe not me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just mean he doesn't seem like. So he, like a, he sorry, is attainable hot. No, you're yeah. right. And I actually feel that way about Katie, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's, she's gorgeous, but she's like, you right. know. Anyone on this show is super hot. Yeah, you're not going to get on the show being ugly. There are like certain people that look a little more normal. Yeah. And like, I think Katie and Greg are those people. Like, I don't know what Greg would have looked like in the mud wrestling. Yeah. Like, I feel like <laughs> most of those guys were just like so buff. And I don't know that Greg fits that profile. I, yes, you're right. He does seem a little bit smaller than the rest of them. Okay. I am ready to retire dates where you have to physically fight for somebody's affection. It's so archaic. It's so gross. And like, I don't know. Okay. Vol, none of my, I don't think any of my boyfriends ever nor my husband, I don't think I've ever fought that I've seen in a bar, gotten into a physical altercation before. I don't think so, that I've witnessed. So I guess I, maybe I don't know what it's like, but like if I ever see some guy like punching another guy or like whatever, I am so like, I am actually turned off by it. Like I do not like the physical fighting. There. I was listening to an episode of Armchair Expert once where Dax Shepard was like talking about like he felt like one of his greatest qualities that he's like always ready to rumble like he would fight for anyone that he loves blah blah blah, blah. and there was like some in incident in like a 7-Eleven or something where he like almost fought someone or like had to like puff out his chest and Kristen Bell his wife was like I know you think like you're making us feel safer by like being ready to fight but she's like 
I actually feel less safe that you're like always like ready to attack and in fight mode. She's like, you know, I would just feel safer if you were like calmer and like oh, didn't want to yeah. fight people. And like, that's how I feel. So like when I see people like wrestling in mud, I'm like, what? This doesn't do really much of anything for me in terms of turning me on. Like, I, I hope we're never in a situation where you're physically brawling with someone. <laughs> no, I know. I, I know. I definitely like, it's like not a thing. I did remember, I did have a boyfriend once who like, I broke something brand new of his. <laughs> it's really expensive. <laughs> he waited till I was out of the room and I could hear him like hitting the floor. <laughs> I was like, oh, I am I, like, kind of like Kristen Bell, like, I actually am kind of scared right now. <laughs> I, I don't mean to, I don't, I never thought that he was going to get physical with me in any way, but it was just kind of like, oh, <laughs> maybe it's because I was the cause of the inspiration. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. The physical anger is just like, I don't like that. Mm -mm. and uh, this date in particular like I don't know I don't think I think wrestling in general is just kind of funny like I think if you watch normal wrestling at like the Olympics or at a high school gym or whatever it would look like you know kind of funny well, <laughs> then you like throw them in jeans and throw them in mud and I'm like is ABC trying to make this look like a porno? Like, what is? <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's like, um, like the whole thing with like the size of a man's buckle matters. Like, yeah, biggest belt buckle. And these are like, these are just the things of the show that I'm like, do people actually really like this? Like, are there people in Iowa that are like really into that? Because I just don't see that being true. And like, I do, I do like Keelan and Tasha being there, but I feel like they are loving playing into like the kitschy part of this whole situation. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like, Ugh. yeah. Yeah. I also found it odd. This is so minor. It wasn't Katie. Katie wasn't sitting between them. It was like Katie, Tasha, Caitlin. Again, another instance where Tasha was just like, just the center of the show like my goodness Tasha, let our girl katie shine well it's, i feel like it's not Tasha's fault i feel like she's so like she's too beautiful for her own good like, yeah no i don't think she's malicious at all no and like caitlin at least is like short but then you have like tall beautiful Tasha. Mm -hmm. like, that's kind of like scary like that like that's like kind of a thing where it's like oh my god are these guys gonna be like more into my <laughs> mentors than they are <laughs> like they like they can all like they can't bring single girls into that role mm -mm. like no Becca cannot be a mentor and i'm sure she would be great i don't even know oh my god. host a host i don't know why i'm calling them mentors i'm just <laughs> great but she can't do it because one of the guys there will fall in love with Becca. <laughs> probably. I honestly forgot about Becca. She probably would be good, but I would get so tired of let's do the damn thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> I 
my god, Rebecca. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She went through a lot the last, like, she had like a family member pass and then the breakup. And I think Garrett's like engaged now to this other girl or something. Garrett's engaged. Maybe he's not, is he? No, I kind of thought he was. He's definitely like with somebody. Whoa. I don't follow him, but a lot of his stuff does show up on my um, Discover page. And I feel like I saw it. I'm just like doing a quick look up. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't see a ring anywhere on his profile. Maybe they're just like together all the time. But still, it seems like a quick um, rebound. God, I, I don't know. I have, I have no concept of time. I have, I have no recollection of when him and Becca broke up. I mean, it feels like it was last year, right? It was during the quarantine. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, it was not long after George Floyd. To go back to the wrestling date, because I just yes. remembered something. Yeah. Do you think that um, Aaron and Cody like actually knew each other in San Diego? It was so vague. Like I felt like, but I feel like they had to have because they got in the fight night one. Do you remember Aaron came out of nowhere and he was just like, "Hey man, like nobody likes you." <laughs> I forget exactly what he said, but there was he, like something came up night one where they got in an altercation and it was very confusing because there was like no context to the fight. So mm-hmm. I think they had to have known each other because I don't know how else this could have come up. I was just like waiting for like a snippet of detail, like when she was trying to ask and I was like waiting and they never, I don't know if because you know, there's probably other people involved that have like no relation to the show. Like maybe you have to be vague about it, but I was just waiting for there to be like a, a nibble of like a little bit more all throughout the show. And it was just vague. They would have had like, I, I feel like if this just came on out of absolutely nowhere, it like, it just didn't make any sense. Like, I feel like they went into it fully expecting to like not talk about the fact that they knew each other and instead like once alcohol got involved in the mix they just got weird I, oh god I was just gonna ask who was the guy was it Jojo season the two people that knew each other going in and the guy had like a shaboom shabat what was it that he um <laughs> it was not Jojo's oh it wasn't uh, Jojo's dang it I was trying to it was like it was like <laughs> wah boom it wah was boom <laughs> all right I'm looking it up because I I don't think it was it was Rachel Lindsay's season oh that's right I don't <laughs> think that they did know each other did oh, they they did boom and Blake maybe they did maybe they did well boom <laughs> But it reminded me of that. But the Waboom and Blake yes. thing felt yes. a little deeper than whatever we're seeing this season. Yes. But we're just like I not getting any sort of context. And I feel like Cody, when he pulled Aaron, was even more vague because he was like, I thought we weren't going to talk about this. <laughs> and I was like, wait, 
did you guys like cook up or something? Like I, it felt like so intense. It yeah. was very strange. I also like, okay. I was very surprised to see Cody just sent home. It makes mm-hmm. me think like maybe she just didn't like him anyway. And so it didn't really matter to her. But I was like, wait, this guy is being really calm. Like he's not yeah. doing anything that's like frightening or questioning. He's just like, I literally don't know what the guy is talking about. While Aaron, and I don't suggest that she sends him home, but I just like Aaron was very, very intense about the whole situation. And maybe the fact that Cody wasn't really talking is what she didn't like. I was very shocked that she was like, you know what? I'm not dealing with this. And then just sends one of them home. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like she, okay, so I'll say two things. So one, it seemed like, she had a read on the situation. I remember some of her commentary. She said she was kind of expecting, you know, either for him to be more defensive or have more of a reaction in his face. Like she was yeah. imagine herself defending, you know, her character in a similar situation. And, you know, it could just be that maybe he doesn't project as much. He's not as emotional, yada, yada, yada. But one of the things I have read about Katie is that she is extremely decisive. I heard that like they wrapped filming kind of early, not because there was any sort of like Claire situation where she runs off into the sunset. It was just like the <laughs> night one, the night, uh, the first rose ceremony uh, I heard was wrapped in like record time, like the whole season. Uh, like she's just- They she's almost just like bit- built in days and she didn't need them. Yeah, I think she's been very like, she knows what she wants, she's going with it. So. I almost think like she assessed um, that he was, you know, she either got like just like a weird feeling and was just like, you know, I don't have time. She probably had stronger feelings for other guys there and was just like, let's just be done. And that's, that's where I thought happened. That's, that is interesting because I feel like she's not getting super emotional and making her decisions. Granted, it's very early, but Mm -hmm. I still feel like typically we see the leads whether it's the bachelor or the bachelorette like super struggling with sending people home Mm -hmm. and I don't think that we see that from her like she seems to just know and she's very unapologetic and that's like this whole thing where I'm like wow she really is acting and this is a good thing that she like that she deserves to be there like mm-hmm. it's not like there's no kind of like oh my god I can't believe this like she's like no I do believe it <laughs> yeah she's like everyone else better take it as seriously as I'm taking it so yeah yeah so this like rose ceremony I don't so I actually thought her speech up top was like really interesting too which she was like know that I am a safe place like that you can actually talk to me I'm not gonna like you know like you can tell me things that are like bothering you or whatever and I was like, oh, okay. I like really liked that. Um, and I love that she like grabbed the guy that didn't get a date first. Like I I took note of that. I love that it wasn't, she didn't wait for them to say, oh, can I grab you? She goes, I know you didn't get a date. Let's go talk. I love that proactive behavior. I do too. It's like she studied how to do this or something. <laughs> It's like somebody gave her like a manual. 
I mean, do what you got to do. Make the most of it. You can't go into these things unprepared. I wonder, it. I wonder if it's going to be like a super dramatic season for the reason that you just said. Like, if she is that decisive, are we like just not going to see like, it's just like, it's like, they're not going to be like anything. Is there nothing that she's like struggling with? <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if it's like a Caitlin Bristow, how she... She knew felt him. so strongly about Sean, and, and then so much drama though. When they brought in Nick, or well, what? Everything. The fact that she knew that it was Sean, and so producers mm-hmm. were doing everything to like, like, I don't like give us a season. So they brought <laughs> in Nick, and she, um, um she had like the whole thing where like we didn't see this on tv but we have all since then gotten these stories mm-hmm. where it's like she stayed up late really late one night she snuck into one of the hotel suites and it was mm-hmm. ben and sean's suite and they were up all night together and then ben like went to the bathroom or something and he like came back and he heard caitlin telling sean like it's you just like don't worry it's you <laughs> So like there was just like a lot the fact that she only had one guy made for like the most dramatic season ever because I do feel like Caitlyn and I feel like we've seen her like really evolve and grow a lot but I think at the time she was a very apologetic person and mm-hmm. she felt the weight of like these men's emotions and these men's mm-hmm. for her whereas like I'm not getting that from Katie which isn't a bad thing it probably means she's like a really healthy stable person but like I'm not getting that like she I don't think she like feels the weight of like sending people home or the fact that like these men are developing feelings like she's very focused on her choice which is a good thing but it just it makes for like a very different journey than what we're used to watching yeah I don't know I still like it though like I think no I like it too yeah I'm surprised that she pulled Aaron because she's like I trust you the most and I'm like you're either like the worst judge of character in the world (laughs) or the best and none of us are seeing it and then Aaron like comes back to the group and he's like all right guys so here's what's going on (laughs) repeats what Katie said and they were like no, we all know that. <laughs> yeah, he added nothing to that. Nothing. But it is what it is. Um, Carl just looked like an ass hat, but yeah, I think- he just looks stupid. <laughs> I can't believe he's like the most successful person, you know, on paper, I guess, there. Yeah, I, is he? Well, he has like a. He has like, I guess, successful maybe isn't the right word, but he has the most fame going into this season because of his job. Oh, have you looked him up like on Instagram? Yeah, he went into this season with like over 100,000 followers, like before filming. That is wild to me because every time he's spoken, I'm like, how is this man a motivational speaker? Like it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. It's like oh really God. sad. 
<laughs> people are presumably paying money to see him. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I I think like overall thoughts, this is like a really good group of guys. Like I, yeah. I seem to like them. Do you see any do you see any bromances sprouting? Like I feel like that's one of the things we get with the Bachelorette is like again, I'm not recalling seasons. Maybe I just think everyone thinks JoJo's season, but maybe it's not. The season, the two guys that like love to work out together. Um you're thinking of Caitlin's season, I think. Oh, that's probably Caitlin's. We're like, are you here to like make a guy best friend? Or are you here? Oh anyway. Wait, oh, it wasn't Caitlin's. Oh my god. Wait, was it Caitlin's? Yeah, and then they ended up getting one of them sabotages the other and they end up getting in like this massive fight. <laughs> and then they like make up on mental all. Oh even <laughs> was that? But I I think that's just like the one thing I'm missing from these group of guys is I want like the bro like I want the one bromance that is kind of stealing from the main storyline. Um, I, yeah. Oh my God, this is driving me nuts. I'm going to look it up after. I get up <laughs> for the life of me remember who these guys were. And he was like super, like the guy, it was like, his name was like Jared or Jace. It was like- I remember something. it was a blonde and a brunette. It's like yes. in my mind, it's a blonde and a brunette. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, whose season was that? This is driving me crazy. Everyone, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to plant this in your head. I'm definitely going to look it up after. I can't believe I, I can see the scene where mm-hmm. he the other one and then he's super upset. And he like throws a glass against the wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they oh, get like, he like sabotages his best friend. I, so to answer your question, I have not, I haven't spotted any bromances, but I would not be surprised if some come up here. Yeah. I feel like the guys always, I mean, the girls too, I feel like people get on the show, they find lifelong friendships, like almost more than anything. But, um, speaking of bromances, Ben Higgins just had his bachelor party. (laughs) Blake, like Becca's Blake. Yeah. On the bachelor party. Isn't that like a very random pick? Random and my unpopular uh, opinion is like, I did not like Blake at all on Becca's season. Well, everyone hates him now. Well, I know everyone hates him now after stagecoach or whatever, but I just, I truly never got the appeal. And then after all that went down, I felt like vindicated but no I really liked Blake (laughs) I think it's just because I think him and I like have the same fears have the same ears no no oh fears fears I feel like she was like afraid of all the same things I was afraid of (laughs) he was just like a ball of anxiety no that's fair and I remember the moment where they like went to his school and did all that oh yeah and he brought betty who yeah uh i don't know are you seeing any budding bromances here i haven't seen them yet i have not i have not all my notes are are about them individually i don't really 
But I mean, there's still a big group of guys. I think when we get narrowed down a little bit more and they have more downtime between the dates. Yeah. I think that's when we'll see a little bit more. Um, one thing I did want to note is at the cocktail party, I did see a TikTok today. I meant to save it. I didn't. And now it's just like gone in the ether. But someone noticed that Katie was wearing in the cocktail hour was wearing like a beaded bracelet that Greg was wearing on their camp on their like fishing date. Oh like, like it's like a or the bracelet. Yeah it's like a very distinct like black or like dark brown like beaded bracelet. Like it would not typically go with formal wear. Wore, I was like I, yeah at first I was like is it the macaroni necklace that his niece made? <laughs> no, yeah. no oh okay I'm gonna have to go back and check that out that's like an interesting that's like your way this is what I'm talking about she like read a manual on how to be the bachelorette that's like her sign to tell this guy she like don't worry Greg yeah wow I think so she's very smart (laughs) and then can I say like one other funny thing I noticed during the <laughs> during the rose ceremony or the um, cocktail hour? So Andrew was like trying to talk to her about being like quote unquote poor, and he was like saying how he has to wear the same pair of jeans multiple times in a week. Like that was like oh yeah, that was his like benchmark of income or whatever. And I was just thinking in my mind, like I own like two pairs of jeans that I like. So I multi- like I frequently wear the same pair of jeans multiple times in a week. Like I don't even think about it. I and then- yeah, I wear the same jeans like for a whole <laughs> week. I have also two that I like, and they're both from Target. Universal thread, love them. Yeah. Um, and then Katie was like talking about three of her family members splitting a one bedroom and like that actually being their and he's like, I do have same jeans twice this week. It was so <laughs> So it's like there's these people, like I, I I hats off to all of them. You're like trying to find your your your, your common Yeah. But you know, she's already has like the dead dad established with Greg. Like it's probably like hard for anyone else to catch up at this point. <laughs> oh my god, I know. It's like it's really hard. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever only owned two pairs of pants. <laughs> He's oh. like a really great guy. I know. I do kind of like him, but yeah, yikes! I didn't. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't quite catch that one. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like watching my friend Molly. We were like, wait, you like always wear the same jeans. <laughs> this is a problem. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm getting down to pretty much one pair because the other ones I've like run into the ground that you can feel it like thinning in the, the thigh area. And I'm like, these are yeah. the funny day. And then I'll just be down to the one pair. <laughs> and now that jeans are shaped so weird now that like you can't even restock on the jeans you want. Yeah, I am like very anti Gen Z fashion. Honestly, it only works if you're like 
super skinny with long legs. A hundred percent. It's really annoying that I am now a loser because I wear pants that work best for my body shape. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think they'll snap out of it. I think they'll come back around. I don't know. I don't know if you're wearing this. I apologize to everyone out there who does like them. I think biker shorts are like, no, can't, can't get behind them. Don't like my thighs enough. I'm a big, um, and I've had this for like two years now. I'm a big supporter of Outdoor Voices has like an exercise dress. Oh yeah. I've seen and it, it had, it has like biker shorts under the dress. It's perfect. I was in New York over the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, I wore two different exercise dresses, walked like seven, nine miles each day. Like I love you, look, you look chic, but you can like be in your like clothes. I, I, it's not great for like running or something like that, but it's just good for, you know, running errands, awesome. being out and about. Yeah. Doing your Starbucks run, your target run. Yeah. Does Far it better. Thighs from like chafing. Oh, 100% because it goes like midway down your thighs. I mean, I do have to like pull the spandex back down a few times. So that's why I don't think it's great for running or mm. like playing actual sports. But if you're just walking around, um, I think it's a great, great look. I might get one of these. I love that. <laughs> and it's all, it's all it's all one piece so I don't wear a bra I don't wear underwear so it is a bit like shocking when you go to the bathroom you basically like have to yeah, get undressed yeah <laughs> but who I like if you've ever worn a romper or like a bodysuit you know it's the same thing yeah yeah I know there is like nothing odder than like being in a public restroom and like taking <laughs> all of your clothes to pee <laughs> All right, we'll leave you guys with that. Just think about it. Kayla, <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining this week. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to discuss Bachelor and all things life with you. Oh my God, always a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard and you want to support the pod, please rate, leave a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with drills for hands or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot, Bigfoot Collectors, Collectors Club, you're, you're here to, to believe us. us. Wait, is that how it goes?
Campfire. <laughs>